Good morning, good evening, good fortnight, good morrow. I'm back. Back with the shits. Happy 2020. Hope you guys 2020 started out on time. For some of us it did. If that's not true for you, well, uh, happy December 55th. It may not get better, but you will. I've been scrolling and trolling through the interwebs like I do, you know, the pastime between traumas, and I've been seeing a lot of fuckery and foolishness, some of which pertains to the mean dating streets in which we are all trotting. And usually when I find myself loud talking my comments instead of just typing them, I probably should just talk into the mic. And alas, here we are. So, about the title. It's not clickbait, it's just a talking point, though for some, it is a religion. For others, it's an escape hatch that allows them to shift the weight of their own shortcomings, inadequacies, immaturity, unhealed places, and poor decision-making skills onto the foot of someone else rather than just limping into adulthood. Ultimately, it's a lie. If any part of this popular emphatic statement were to be true, Allow me to edit. We ain't shit. We as people ain't shit. We mistreat each other daily. So let's just know where we're starting from. Well, darling, no one's perfect. Among adults, that is understood and does not need to be repeated. But there is a difference between being a flawed human being and a piece of heated up dog shit on a cold winter's night. There's sociopaths, psychopaths, narcissists who all live and operate on gradients with pretty faces and inviting dick prints. And then there's the rest of us who stay trying to just be better, better versions of ourselves. Now out of the some of us, there are those who consistently pair themselves with those of the former group. Some of y'all men folk and women folk stay dating narcs, socios, and psychos, pausing long enough to talk shit about your partner, but never stopping long enough to ask why this, why me, why again? You and your men are not good people and you over there with your, a lot of black men don't know how to have faithful relationships because their descendants of slavery believe that money and power allows them to do what they want. And you down there with your all men cheap, please just get back on the sidewalk because these streets ain't for you. Please report to detention and leave these streets alone. But before you do, let me ask you this. Have you ever, ever considered that you are the problem in any feasible way? Either by what you attract or what you choose, you are always present. Now you can be team bugs love light or team you attract what you are. Either way it unfolds, You are the common denominator, which means some, at least some of the ain't shitness you are experiencing, you are at least partly responsible for. Who are you really? And what are you doing? You want to attract the dope boy, so you parade around with your tits out, and then once you get him, you chide and deride him because of the company he keeps and his love of the streets. Or 
you're attracted to bad boys and you do everything in your power with higher and higher doses of feminine wiles to hook him and then get mad because he wants to maintain his, um, how shall I say, stonerism instead of going to church with you four nights out of seven. Now you're mad that your missionary dating plan failed or you want to attract a baller slash shot caller, but you ain't showroom ready. We all know men are visual creatures, but you stay trying to attract him with your charming personality rather than presenting your most visually stimulating self. What are you doing? And while we're at it, let's not only learn to identify our own ain't shitness, but also how to properly quantify and qualify our relationship experiences. Almost black men, however you fill in those blanks, is unlikely because you ain't been with all men, even if you are the town bike. You're more honest and credible if you were to say all men, most men you've been with. This is important because the way a man interacts with a woman may vary based on each woman's personality and attitude. Or you could simply say out of 20 adult relationships you've had, 19 have been trash. Well, where were you when the relationship was being trash? And no, I'm not trying to hashtag not all men you to death, but quite the contrary. If one of your faves says men are not good people and that the only men she can respect are her dad and granddad, I have questions. And even more concerns when said woman who feels this way is parenting a son. A more honest statement would have been, you know, most intimate experiences I've had with men have been poor or negative. That statement leaves room for you to identify your part in it. But don't try to anchor your point in anecdotes by saying, well, yeah, men aren't good people because countless women come up to me and say the exact same things, rehearsing the exact same experiences. So it must be true. No. What that means is, is that you have been found by a bunch of like-minded women who also share your maladaptive behaviors and now you are their leader. I'm sure when John Gotti was locked up in the federal pen, he found many like-minded businessmen who gravitated to him and also shared similar experiences. But what do I know? Apples and oranges, right? Well, so is the notion that most black men don't know how to maintain faithful relationships because they're living out post-traumatic slave disorder and they have money and power. Okay. Woo! A marker and part of the experience of being a descendant of chattel slavery in America is the lack of wealth and access to it. Now, some have managed to attain above average wealth and subsequent power, like your Byron Allens and your Jay-Z's and your Kobe Bryant's and some others, which brings along with it options options in business and options in love. But this is a small percentage of the larger landscape of black men. So I'm not really sure which group of black men uh, specifically this comment was meant to address. 
was she trying to say that wealthy black men struggle with fidelity because of their socioeconomic status? Black men are no more or less faithful than any other group. And men cheat throughout the socioeconomic hierarchy. And poor men also have healthy options to cheat because many women have low self-esteem. Now, there are studies that indicate that men who lack financial power compensate for it by sexual power, which would lend itself to the stereotype of the sexually dominant, promiscuous black men. But this is not that. However, if you have data, not anecdotal experiences to back up these assertions, I am open to review them. Now, yes, it is true that the impact of chattel slavery in America on the black family has long lasting and detrimental effects. And it may even be visible in modern day approaches to dating and relationships. And that is a worthy topic to explore under a different episode. But can you honestly qualify your relationship experiences as such? You can try to draw a line between the relationships you've had and possibly build a case that can support the effects of chattel slavery. But can you honestly say that the experiences you've had can be linked to that? If we're reenacting or reliving the broken home as played out on the plantation and the men that are taken out of the home once they've been successfully used as studs, we really do need to examine the entire picture because someone has to be enabling or facilitating the infidelity of black men as slave owners don't really exist as they did in those days. So who is it? Is it the Mammy? Is it the Jezebel? We need more context, okay? Now I'm not saying that some men can't be trash, but women are also trash. Not all, but some. And we need to identify our own role in whatever we do. Now I've spent a good part of the last decade hosting the Fuckboy Olympics. Now I didn't plan on doing that. I didn't plan on taking that role on, but I have to own that I have made some less than stellar decisions and I know my idiosyncrasies. I entertain damn near everyone because I never know what rapping my happily ever after will come in. But yes, I have learned that I too must be a little more discriminating in my choices and not be so open and kumbaya in my approach. But I have opened myself to a wide net of age ranges, backgrounds, ethnicities, and socioeconomic statuses. And I still would not say all men, black men, blah, blah, blah. There's a good number of fuckboys out there and I have to identify why I gravitate to some of them and why they gravitate to me. Then change my modus operandi, that's all. I don't need to come out shitting on all men or especially black men for that matter. And let me just say this. Stop coming for black men without cause, for fuck's sake. Black men ain't this, black men ain't that, black men ain't this, black men ain't that, black men ain't shit. You ain't shit either. How about that? Smoke some self-awareness and pop some introspection so you can see clearly. Black men like black women. 
are wonderful, mysterious, and splendocious. They're resilient, determined, creative, and unstoppable. I moved to the blackest city in America I could find just to experience this grand thing called black love. Now, I might still end up with a white man, but that if that happens, that will not be 100% my fault. I did position myself for blackness, but shit, I do need a willing accomplice. But anyways, I gotta go see a pastor about a deacon. Till next time, like, share, and wear condoms. Talking about niggas ain't shit. You need to get a handle on your motherfucking life and take some responsibility, bitch. What you mean to say is all the niggas you fuck with ain't shit. You need to figure out what it is about your pussy that keep attracting ain't shit niggas.